0: Keyshawn J Will and Zubin, the podcast. Okay, Keyshawn
1: J Will
2: Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, brother. Okay, Zags, I see you last night putting yeah. in work early. Just I turned the damn game off like after ten minutes of the game.
1: Was it a game? Jordan Cornett joins us as well. Good morning, Jordan.
3: Alan, Jay, what's going on, guys? I feel like that game just ended. Why are we tipping so late <laughs> in college basketball? What's going on? <laughs> Tell me about it.
1: I, I honestly, I wanted so bad to see a good game last night. I didn't get it. Gonzaga played a great game. Great game. Dominant game. But that that, that game was over, and it just continues with this team and their run for perfection and a championship. And, guys, I, I just feel like the more I watch this team, the more I just keep thinking to myself they are they're a well-coached team. They are. They have all the pieces you need. Jalen Suggs. I agree with Seth Greenberg. The more I watch that kid, if you don't take him number one in the draft, you made a mistake. You will regret that. He he's, he, he's
2: that good. He's, he's got a Jason, that kind of feel. He's a Jason kid, caliber player. And I said this yesterday, and I, I I I feel it. College basketball as a brand, as a whole, needs Gonzaga and Baylor in the national championship. Yes, I want to see the best product on the floor in the most meaningful moment in the sport. I feel like I've been cheated of that multiple times, and I feel like Gonzaga's running through people. Like I said, I turned the game off in the first 15, 20 minutes of the game. I was like, well, there goes there goes that. Like, there goes the fighting Keyshawn Johnsons, and I wanted Keyshawn and his team to have a chance to get to the Final Four. Yeah. But they just split them. They blitz them. So now I want to see it. I want to see the game that was postponed due to COVID issues, the game that we were supposed to see earlier in the season. I want to see it manifest itself to the national championship game, J.C. That's what I want, Jordan. That's
3: what it is. Yeah, yeah, Jay, I think the sport needs it because it'll be a high-level game. I'm with you, I think, as everybody looks at the Final Four now. Uh, we were supposed to see these two teams in, in Gonzaga and Baylor in, in December. And because of COVID, much like a lot of things, the rug was pulled from underneath us, and we never got to see what that matchup was going to look like. So now that potential payoff is very exciting, fascinating, and will be rewarding. But also these two Final Four games, I I don't want to look past them. I I know you guys are willing to do that, and maybe it's just because so much I've invested in college basketball this season, but you guys watched. I mean, UCLA, we've counted them out for five games. They've managed to make them ugly, and they've managed to win them, despite the opposition shooting better than them. They've made them rock fights. They played in the mud and they've won. So we have the element of Cinderella still here in the final four, which is intriguing. Can they do the unthinkable? They are the biggest underdog in the history of the final four UCLA 11 national championship, UCLA versus Gonzaga, a mid major that that's where we're at. And then on the other side, Houston and Baylor. I think that game is going to feel like a national championship game because of the style. So we are still on pace though, guys, for two great games, that will deliver two winners in a national championship game that should pay off a crazy season. And,
2: and J.C., I I hear you on this, and I watched the UCLA game last night. I mean, to think that they beat their last two opponents shooting under 40% from the field. They beat – I'll say it again. For anybody that knows basketball, they beat their last two opponents shooting under 40% from the field. So when Jordan says – It's been in the mud. It's been in the trenches. That's exactly how they went. It's not sexy. It's not pretty. I mean, but it's like I'm seeing Cincinnati basketball from Mick Cronin in a UCLA uniform. Like, which is such a dichotomy, right? (laughs) Because UCLA is supposed to be like sexy and smooth and like the teams of Baron Davis and Chris Burgess back in the day. And now I'm seeing a mucky in the trenches style of the ball. But that's what Cronin brought with him. Yes.
1: I mean, that's why a lot of people wondered about the hire and would it work and could his style work at UCLA? And obviously it has because he's got them now back in the final four. But I'm sorry guys, you can't pull me away from the main topic. I I still believe this is the story and the only story and the main story is Gonzaga and can they do this? Can they can they complete the perfect season? And of course, can they do it also beating Baylor because who is left? I mean, they, they, they just keep destroying teams. It's not even, it's not even a joke. 17 to four run to begin the damn game. It was, you sit down and you're saying to yourself, all right, USC. Ready. they play tough. They block shots. Didn't block a single shot. That's a, one of the best shot blocking teams in college basketball. And get one. I got to see Drew Timmy sitting there. How many, how many celebrations can you possibly have after every uh. basket? <laughs> Guy, we get it. You're good. Back off a little bit. You have
2: a mustache. We understand. Yeah, we understand
1: it now. It's cool, but it's no longer cool. But, like that, by the but, way, can, 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 I just, can I get one? Just you guys let me know because I'm going to say this. I'm going to put myself out there because I think I might be one of these candidates too. Drew Timmy's got a punchable face. Am I mean, right or wrong? Right or wrong?
2: There are times. <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> right or wrong? There, uh, you Jordan, keep doing Jordan, this. Jordan, here's this a basketball thing for you, on. Jordan. There are times as a guard – I wish I can hit Tim, I, I can hit Timmy with a phantom screen that he didn't see coming. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, Those full court screens, like yeah, well, work him right over here. Bam! Yeah, I mean, how many
1: celebrations before? If I'm on USC, I'm like, you know what? Next time, I might not hold up on that screen. <laughs> next time, I might have to deliver something here. Jordan, come on. Am
3: I right or yeah, wrong? I mean, look. It, it's a it's a fair thing to say. I didn't know in our first 10 minutes of the show we'd talk about knocking out uh, one of these guys. But I, I was thinking the same thing. I mean, we're all former Hoopers, and I'm watching Drew Timmy after an assist, after a, a scoring basket made by the young man who had a great game. I'm watching him flex every time. And in, in our playing days, I'm not saying you should go out there and respond with violence, but there was no response, period, Nothing. from the Trojans. I mean, this guy's out there celebrating on this stage, and I tweeted it, Alan, last night. I said, man, this guy's out here really flexing and taunting the Trojans. Are you going to get a response out of these guys? And I do think that's a question. I mean, look, Evan Mobley's numbers ended up being okay, but they weren't dominant for a guy that needs to be in the number one conversation in the draft. Drew Timmy approached this one like, this is money-making time for me, Mm. I take some money potentially out of the pocket of Evan Mobley. And, And that's what you saw. And you saw a guy out there having way too much fun for an opposition that just let it happen.
2: Well, it feels like, like the it. game favors older players who understand who they are in these bigger moments. And and I told everybody it was going to happen, and it you know, deservingly so, because they are undefeated. Pete Thamel, a great writer, yep. works for Yahoo Sports, started already, JC. Here it goes. Can Gonzaga do it? I'm quoting his words. Can they navigate two more games and live on in perpetuity? Is this the best team of your lifetime? Oh, your parents' lifetime? (laughs) Oh, what about your grandparents' lifetime? Oh my goodness! Is Gonzaga? Is this a Gonzaga team that romped through the WCC better than some of the elite college teams we've seen in recent seasons? The what needed to navigate the ACC nineteen (laughs) eighty two UNC, SEC nineteen ninety six Kentucky, or Big East two thousand eighteen Villanova? So here we go.
3: We 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 were talking about it. Go ahead, Jordan. Tell me this, Jay, and Alan, who's not invested in it either, but uh, Alan, I, I'm sure you're curious like I am because I sense a little bit of, hey, what about me? Jay, your 2001 Duke team. Don't do it, Jordan. Y'all play Gonzaga. Don't do it. What happens in that game? Give me a final score. I think we beat them by 10 to
2: 15 points. I'm asking points. for a reason. I think we beat them by 10 to 15 okay. points. I don't want to be the old y'all man,
3: have, it, but I feel like I'm becoming the old man.
1: I can't But But this is
3: it, and Alan, I'm curious – Alan, I'm curious your take on this too. Jay, you guys have a lot more talent on that team. I mean, you're talking about Dunleavy, Duhan, you, Boozer. By the way, in that 2002 tournament, Notre Dame, we played you guys round of 32. We should have won that game. I played for five minutes off the bench. I guarded Jay. He gave me five fouls in five minutes. Go look at the stat line. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, but Duke, Duke's team in 2001, Jay, you guys were more talented. This team isn't about how crazy talented they are, although Jalen Suggs is probably the number one pick at the next level, in my opinion. It's how they play together. I mean, these guys move really well. They are not as talented as, like, say, your 2001 national championship team, but the cohesiveness and people don't guard like they used to they're getting lost in these back cuts the perpetual movement and now they're rising to the level defending and we heard Charles Barkley talk about it yesterday in his analysis and I thought he was spot on. Gonzaga's guarding at a different level too so the team concept Jay they're not nearly as talented as you guys but they're buying in as a team and that connectiveness is taking them to another level. I have
1: Jordan he's, he's saying but, Mark Few is a better coach than Coach K I believe. I think I that's have, what he said. Well
2: I have all the respect <laughs> for Mark Few. I have all the respect for the Gonzaga team, I actually want to see them win a championship. I picked them to win a championship because I want the narrative to stop about Mark Few being mm-hmm. able to accomplish the, the greatest feat, right, which is winning it. But I am looking at the rest of college basketball, and people say, well, look, this team, they ran through the gauntlet. I'm like, Kansas wasn't that great this year. Like, West Virginia, okay, they're decent. But West Virginia this year, like, I'm not looking at this West Virginia team, comparing them to years before and saying this is one of the best teams that West Virginia has had. This is not the same UVA team from two years ago that won a championship. Like, they're good, but okay. (sighs) Like, these teams, college basketball is in a different space because talent-wise is in a different space. Yeah, no, no doubt just, about I'm that. i is just Yeah, yeah no no, no, no and, and,
1: and I love that both of you guys are bringing that perspective because you have played at that level, at that high level, so you understand what it looks like and what you're seeing. This is just a well-coached team, no doubt about it, that's playing great, but just so much higher than everybody else so far, the competition, and yes, so far. 888, say ESPN, 888 3776 So where does Gonzaga, where do they rank – Among the all-time greats. Yeah, we're going to do it. And you heard what these guys said. They might not. They might not be that great of a team all-time. But because you're undefeated and now you're in the Final Four, you're in that conversation. So we'll discuss that more with you. And
2: after Jay has this from Straight Talk Wireless. Yeah, it's time for some straight talk. Look, your tax return could look different this year, but you're still going to hear a lot of noise about how to spend it, right? So when the big carriers tell you to splurge on the latest nonsense, just tune it out. With Straight Talk, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just 199 bucks. Plus, get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense and tune into Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise.
0: The Madness. Gisbert runs it down the right side, gives it up to Devard dribbles up to the top of the key, reverses force back to the right, get it down to Timmy on the block. Timmy backs it again, turns baseline this time, puts it up off the glass and spins it in. That's 12 for Drew Timmy in the first half.
4: The Westwood One NCAA Radio Network.
1: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Mm. KJZ, good morning. Alan Hahn. Jordan Cornett, we're kicking it with J-Will. Dancing already,
2: right? I like it. I like it. Come on, it's it's hump day, man. It's Wednesday. We got Jordan up here wearing a turtleneck. Apparently it's also... Is that a
1: turtleneck, JC? According to the song. (laughs) Hey... No, that's a mock
3: zip. Go ahead, Alan. Tell him. Well, I say you heard. T- this. T- don't let Jay hate on my day. Oh, I wasn't yeah, hating on your day. That was a big
1: day for Joe. This is this important day. First of all, happy birthday! Don't do that to me, Jay. Happy
2: birthday!
3: Oh, come on, man. You know
2: it wouldn't be. It,
3: it's your birthday. I got.
1: I got to have some fun with I had you. A you're feeling that we, we
2: got the song happening. And it's true. I was. And
1: you're all <laughs> <laughs> making what? fun of Just the guy wearing a mock. It's early in the morning. Leave it alone.
2: This is what we do,
1: We're and I got in the no shirt on
3: underneath it either. Ooh, like oh, i got oh, it's taco hot in meat. Oh, go taco like, meat in the morning, okay. Yeah, this is this is it's a lazy uh, attempt to start on my birthday morning.
2: I gotta tell you, I
1: did it for a couple. pajama bottoms, though. It's we not, know it's
2: not bad, Jordan. Just rolling out of bed, throwing on the outfit. You, know, you got the shorts on underneath the, the house slippers. Nobody can see. You know what I mean? Just Working, going to work. But it's his birthday. Happy
1: birthday! How Seaport treating y'all?
3: I'm feeling real good in my house <laughs> yeah, right here exactly. on my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a I'm good, enjoying this, this little setup. That
1: was a good commute for you to work, right? Today wasn't it? <laughs> Happy yeah, birthday, nice. JC. Very nice. Yeah, Happy for you, man. For you, man. Thanks, Thanks guys. I appreciate it. And we appreciate you working with us today as well. And, and 28, 27. Also-
3: Feels like it, brother. That's all that matters. Feels like <laughs> Feels it. Feels
2: like it. That's the classic line. Feels like it. Well, as the conversation was going here, again,
1: 8 at 8, say ESPN, 8, eight seven, two, nine, three, seven, seven, six. As we're, again, we're, we're watching this team, and, and what, what Gonzaga, of course, I'm talking about when I say this team, what they're trying to do that hasn't been done since 1976, and we've talked about it, they now have reached the Final Four, so the amount of undefeated teams in the final four since then, it's not a big list. It's not a long list, but all right. So they join it. The last of course was a 2015 Kentucky John Calipari's team was 34 and Oh, um, when they got that to that point, UNLV, as we remember that squad with Larry Johnson and Greg Ooh. Anthony and Stacy Ogman mm. and what a Anderson hunt, what a group that was. And, uh, they were 30 and Oh, as they got to the, to the final four, um, Bill Hodges and Indiana State, of course, that's Larry Bird, Magic Johnson in 79. And that, of course, everybody believes that's the game that really changed everything for college basketball and, and for basketball in general. Uh, and the Indiana State team then Larry Bird lost in that championship game. Rutgers in 75-76, the year after uh, Bob Knight and Indiana f- completed the mission, 32-0 and winning the championship. So can Gonzaga do it? I, I think... The money says they can.
2: That Kentucky team was loaded too, though. Yeah, I it know. There
1: loaded. I, I, that's the, the that is again. That is the problem. Is you feel like a team, and I, I feel like the better example is the UNLV team we just talked about. All right, Tark's team looked like they could. They they were blowing teams out. They were averaging ninety-seven points a game. Jay. 97 points a game in college basketball when they were making about one or two threes a game. Like, it wasn't like the three-point shot was a big part of it back in the early 90s, and yet they were doing that. They were putting it on teams, and they
2: found a way to lose. Well, yeah, defensively, I mean, they were just bullying teams around, too, with that pace and that style in which they played. I mean, you did have grown men. I mean, Mm, Stacey Ogmey was a grown man. Um, But I will say this, and I, I will give Gonzaga their flowers. Offensively, watching the way they play, though, it's just everybody has a unique skill set on their team. Like everybody's a triple threat. And, and Jordan, you, you know how important that is in today's game. When everybody has the ability to put the ball down the floor, to make a play, when everybody has a high basketball IQ, when that culminates together, like that, that's, a, that's a sign of perfection to a degree. And I, I, I do give Gonzaga credit for that because everybody has that kind of IQ and that basketball acumen on their squad.
3: Yeah, guys, it's a beautiful way and style in which they play. I mean, you saw them go for almost 50 in that first half and only had a couple threes. Like, they were doing it in transition. They were doing it inside the arc. It was five guys on the touch, Jay, like you're saying, they could go make a basketball play. Uh, But to see guys make scoring passes and value the basketball, that's so refreshing. I mean, when you watch this game nowadays, you feel like these guys don't take care of the basketball trying to thread the needle, force it in places it shouldn't go. Gonzaga makes the right play and makes the pass that leads to the scoring pass. And they're all specialists in a way. Mm -hmm. Like in watching Corey Kispert, like let's not sleep on it. Kispert could be a top 10 pick because his ability to stretch a defense and and make the three. Jalen Suggs might be the number one pick in the NBA. Joel Ayai could be a first-round guy. So they do have NBA talent, but it's the intimidation factor that's lacking. It's a bunch of finesse-skilled guys, but don't sleep on how they're defending. But they're not going to turn the water off on you in an opposing manner like there's a guy that leads you to the rim and Patrick Ewing's waiting to block the shot. (laughs) Uh, There's a Larry Johnson enforcer type. There's a Stacey Ogman who checks so many boxes. There's a Grant Hill who can dunk one step past the free throw line and extend with length. They don't have those kind of headliners. So for a guy like Jay, it's hard for him to wrap his head around because – In your 2001 team, I would have paid money to watch all practice. That's how good you guys were. But there are some pros on this team. Look, I don't believe this Gonzaga team is a team we should talk about as one of the best we've ever seen. We should celebrate them for the year that they're having. If they go on to win a national championship, that was a really good team. But in my lifetime, and I'm 38 years old today, rocking this turtleneck with pride, Jay and Allen, and in that time I can say there's a handful of teams I've seen better than Gonzaga. I just don't subscribe to the belief that this Gonzaga team is one of the best we've ever seen. If they win a national championship and go undefeated, they should be celebrated historically for what they achieved, but they don't wow me like everyone else seems to be wowed. Impressive. Heck yeah. But I've watched some athletes over the time that have won national championships with more talent around them. Even teams that haven't done it where I go, I wouldn't want to be on a court with them. I don't get that from Gonzaga. I just don't. Yeah, you know
1: what? And as you put it, they play beautiful basketball. basketball. That's a compliment. The fact that we wouldn't put them among the all-time greats is not hating on them. That they play beautiful basketball. It is fun to watch. You could say that they are not a, They don't play an AAU basketball team style of play. They play an old-school team basketball style of play, and that is a beautiful thing. There's no doubt about it. But, of course, they have to finish the job because if they don't, that's when we start hating on them. One coach in the Final Four will win his first title, by the way. That, that's what you'll have now, a first-timer that's a head coach. Who will it mean to the most? Which coach needs it the most? That's what we'll discuss next after Jay has this from
2: DraftKings. Baseball is back baby that's right and DraftKings the leader in one day fantasy sports is putting you on the field with a free shot at a share of millions of dollars in total prizes just pick 10 players stay under the salary cap and pile up points for hits runs strikeouts and more that sounds simple. Download the DraftKings app now and use code KJZ to get a free shot at a share of the millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. That's code KJZ, only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
0: This is what we live for. This is the the height of
3: college basketball, March Madness. For the 19th
2: time in school history, the first
0: since
4: 2008, the Bruins are going to the Final Four. More from Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin next.
1: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting
4: electricebikes.com. That's l-e-c-t-r-i-c ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes
2: when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any.
4: The Bulldogs will inbound, and they'll dribble it out. And the quest for
3: perfection moves to the final four. 30-0, Gonzaga is headed to the final four for just the second time in school
1: history. 85-66, Gonzaga dominates the USC Trojans, winning and leading wire to wire to move on to the final four. That's how it sounded on Westwood One NCAA Radio Network. Gonzaga beats USC 85-66. Yet another blowout. UCLA also advances to the Final Four with an upset over Michigan 51-49. The Bulldogs, Gonzaga, improved to 30-0, becoming the 14th team all-time to reach the Final Four with an unbeaten record. Gonzaga has won all of its tournament games this year by 15 or more points. UCLA, Johnny Juzang continued his breakout performance Scoring a game-high 28 points. To the women's tournament, South Carolina defeated Texas 62-34. And Stanford defeated Louisville 78-63. Both advanced to the Final Four. South Carolina earned its third Final Four ticket in the 28-point win. It's South Carolina's largest tournament win since 2017. That's the year they won the national title. Stanford, meanwhile, trailed by as many as 14, but the win gives the Cardinal its 14th Final Four appearance, third most in tournament history. To the NFL, owners approve an expanded 17-game season. It will start this year, 2021. Preseason will be reduced from four games to three to maintain compliance with the CBA, which limits the total number of preseason and regular season games played to 20. SportsCenter is brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app and use code KJZ to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn, Jordan Cornett, and we are joined. Oh yeah, we are joined. We are joining Jay. Will. I'm sorry to even suggest that you're here with us. My bad. Your name's on the it's wall. My house. It's, it's my it's, name's it's not. Jay's not house. Jordan's name's it's not. It's
2: our house, guys. Jay's we're house. one team. We're one collective unit. We're like Gonzaga basketball. Let's do it. We're on a string. Look which, at that. Which, Greatest which, of how all How many time, kids I mean, are out there saying, let's be Gonzaga basketball? I'm going to start rocking some Gonzaga shorts this summer. I'm going to start putting them on. I love Gonzaga basketball. Respect.
1: Zags. No doubt about it. Who's going to celebrate like Drew Timmy, though?
2: <laughs> Is that over the line? I mean, you both
1: played at the highest level. Like, that Celebration. I mean, I
2: love
4: when yeah, hear
1: yeah. a grown man saying like, he wants to knock the no. young man out.
2: <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I guess that was probably a little too far. <laughs>
1: I mean, look, if I'm watching the game and I've got an emotion, I'm going to put it out there, okay? I'm sorry. I'm watching the game and I'm saying, can somebody hit this dude?
2: Because I've kind of had enough of the celebration. We all know how this works at the next level, Jordan, though, right? Like, at the next level, like, if Jordan, if he comes in there and he does, like, he the whole He starts doing the stash. Like, somebody's going to take a shot. He does shot the flex. Like, like first gonna- of all. You need pipes. If you're no. going
1: to do this, like a guy like me and you, Drew, we should not be doing this because nothing's popping there. You know what I mean? Like, you know,
2: <laughs> get in nothing. the gym, a couple <laughs> of curls. But I will say everybody thinks about them as like, you know, what are teams' personalities? Uh, we talked about UCLA. True. Jordan had mentioned them being in the mud, in the trenches. You look at Gonzaga, everybody always says, well, they're a high-octane, offensively-powered machine. You don't say, man, they're nasty. Man, they find a way. Like, they got grit. Well, that's what Timmy's role is on this team. Fair like, point. He is that person for them to give them that edge.
1: Not trying to take away from his talent. Obviously, it's just the little stuff that kind of bothers me. But let me get also- the straight talk. I'm sorry, Jordan. <laughs> let me just get the straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Uh, and, and we wanted to get a call, uh, get the calls rolling here. So, Jordan, just, just hold that thought just for a moment. Eight eight eight, say ESPN. John is in Raleigh. He's been hanging on for a bit. He wants to talk some zags. John.
4: Hey, what's going on, guys? What's what up, doing, John? My course. My question is, uh, so is Gonzaga really that good or is it that the talent pool in college isn't what it used to be, you know, just like you guys are saying, and is it kind of exposing the coaching staffs to uh, at the Kentucky's, Carolinas, and Dukes that that maybe they aren't as good as they, you know, seem to be if they don't have those lottery pick uh, players on their team?
1: Interesting go ahead Jordan interesting take go ahead Jordan on that
3: yeah John John it's a it's a fair question I just disagree I mean I think we've seen some incredible coaching jobs this past year I mean Michigan's not getting to the final four uh, but Jawan Howard had that team in my opinion as the best team in the country all year long Isaiah Livers their best player they had to do without him in the most important time in the NCAA tournament and yet they were a couple minutes away from a final four so Exposed, I think Jawan Howard exposed the haters who said he can't coach at this level. Mm. And Michigan's going to be there, and they're going to be there for a long time. I've, we've seen some great coaching this year. Let's not think just because this mid-major in Gonzaga has turned into a powerhouse that it has shifted uh, the construct of college basketball. Traditionally, good teams are going to be back. This was a COVID year. I mean, North Carolina, people are talking smack about them. They're, they're just a few years removed from a national championship. So, Roy Williams is definitely very much still in this thing. Duke, Jay's squad, won a, won a chip six years ago. Like, they're right there, and they're still important and competing. It's just we have to give those flowers to a Gonzaga team. And what I was starting to say earlier, Alan, was this Gonzaga team's kind of like Puxatani Phil. Like, they're, they're out there on the West Coast they're playing in the WCC. We're not seeing them a lot. And so for them to be on this stage, we're number one. We've been the best team. Come out here and watch what we're about. So they're kind of enjoying their moment. It's a really good team, and I think it should be celebrated as such. They don't stack up with the all-time greats, in my mind, but they're still a very, very good team. It doesn't
1: mean we can't enjoy them, no doubt about that. That was Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. So as we, we mentioned coaching, and we talk about, with like the caller said, is it exposing coaching? And and as I mentioned before, in this Final Four now, someone's going to win his first title. So, for whom is it the most important? Would you say out of these four guys, who who would it mean the absolute most? Obviously, Mark Few it, it, with that program, it's sort of like I've always been the bridesmaid, never the bridegroom. Is this that opportunity, Kelvin uh, Sampson and his story? Like, who is it, guys? That that really it would mean the absolute
3: most to get it this year. Jay, it's, Jay, it's got to be Mark Few. I mean, Alan, that's what I go to right away because, I, look, Charles Barkley is, is one of my favorite personalities, one of my favorite athletes ever. Charles Barkley should not lose a minute of sleep for anything in his career because of how special and Hall of Fame his career was. But when you mention Charles Barkley, everybody loves to mention that he didn't win a title. Does that bother him? It shouldn't. Is it a caveat that comes with it? It's almost like it's unfortunate a player that great didn't get a chance to enjoy that. And for Mark Few, it'd be a shame that a coach that great didn't get to enjoy that. So this is, if ever a moment for Mark Few, an undefeated team chasing 1976 Indiana in that history, you've got to say the pressure's on them. Look how Tony Bennett from Virginia is discussed now as opposed to previous years. He's propped up as one of the greats because he got that one national title. He got the monkey off his back. Mark Few needs to do the same to me in this field of four, it's absolutely Mark Few, Jay. You, you see, Jordan, I
2: would agree with you that I think there is the most pressure on Mark Few because his team is undefeated. They've been at the top of college basketball for the whole year. But I don't think Mark Few needs it the most. I think Mark Few will constantly mm-hmm. have teams that will be in the upper echelon of college basketball, especially with the direction college basketball is skewing towards being older. I think he can have those type of players out there. Who needs it the most is Kelvin Sampson, and here's why. Think about Ooh. this. Think about this. Okay, so Houston <laughs> advances to the Final Four. Where Jordan in Indianapolis, right? The last time Houston has advanced okay. this far in the tournament was five slam-a-jamma. Wow, five slam-a-jamma. And why do I mention Indianapolis? Kelvin Sampson was also once the coach for the Indiana Hoosiers, oh, a major blue blood. Man. So what is redemptive for one fan base is revolting for another fan base. As I watch <laughs> IU hire Mike Woodson and people are cheering about, we're going to bring Larry Brown on the staff and Thad Mata's is going to oversee it. And how's, how's he going to recruit? They've had four coaches at IU since Kelvin Sampson. Do you know he left that state in 2008 in disgrace? You know Why? For phone calls. For phone calls he made to recruits. Jordan, what have we seen in college basketball happen? Of coaches that have done crazy things and still have held on to their jobs or still had jobs in college basketball. They have done far worse things than phone calls. Phone calls to recruits. And I'm watching a blue blood trying to figure out who the hell they are. And trying to keep... They're, they're reaching out to guys like Brad Stevens. Please come home. Mm-hmm. Please come home, Brad. <laughs> you know, reaching out to guys like, you know, Coach Beer from Texas Tech. Please come back another disciple. It almost feels, and I love Mike Woodson. I think he's a decent hire. I don't know if I'm overly the top happy about it, but it feels like he was the third or fourth option. And now I'm watching Kelvin Sampson bring a team back from the Ashes and getting them to the Final Four, who's a chance to win a national title in the same state that he left in disgrace 10 plus years ago. Like, that, that's a guy that I feel like – I don't know if Calvin Sampson will ever be back there. I don't know if they ever get back to
3: the market. Yeah, Jay, I it's a great point. And, and, Jay, and Jay speaks for both of our Hoosier wives who are alums and very much so feel like, oh, if Coach Calvin Sampson was still here, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be rebuilding a program. We'd be rebuilding Assembly Hall to make room for more banners because <laughs> that's what it would be if not for those silly texts and phone calls. It was a rule. He didn't abide by it. I get it. But it seems so silly right now, like Jay's saying. To me, I feel like Coach Calvin Sampson has already hes already won. He's been back to a Final Four now for the first time in 19 years with a different program. He's got back to the top. No. I mean, sure, a national championship, Jay, may pay it off. No, but hear Jordan. me with this. But his son, Kellen, is in the coaching waiting for the program. Like, he's passing the torch. He's back. He said, Indiana, you thought I was finished. You thought I'd sit on the end of a bench for an NBA program. I went down to Houston. You thought I'd toil here, collect a couple checks. But we're here, and we continue to be a mainstay. I think the pressure's already off, Coach Sampson, in that regard. Do you know what the
2: hell is happening in the city of Houston. Do you know what's going on here? Have we been paying not attention winning. to the yeah, Astros? Winning. Not winning is going Everybody, on in Houston. Yeah. Have we been paying A attention to exodus. the Rockets? I mean, have we been t- paying attention to the Texans? I mean, th- that's. So city, you think the
3: city needs this? You oh, think my the city goodness. Needs like, this
2: and I'm not saying that Spokane, Spokane doesn't need it. But if I'm paying attention to what's happening in the city of Houston over the past couple of years, I'm saying they're saying, oh, Lord, please, let one good thing spark them to –
3: Figure it back out. I love Houston. John but, Jay, Lucas, but, I j- trade with John. Jay, hey, yes. If you're going to go that way, though, Jay, then then what about Scott Drew at Baylor? Well, let's let's not forget what Baylor went oh, through with that awful scandal in 2003 mm. and, and the tragedy of the loss of life and the cover up from a coach who who is clearly still at this point has no remorse for what he's done. That's a conversation for another day. Mm. But Scott Drew comes in there, rebuilds a program that was left for dead and is about to potentially two games be away from paying it off for the national championship. That's not pressure, but you talk about needing it. Baylor basketball can completely rewrite their story, change the narrative at, at the apex here with Scott drew and the rebuild that he's in the midst of, which is more impressive than any rebuild in the history of sport. What Scott drew is doing there, not in college basketball, the history of sports. So to be two games away, Jay, if you're talking about the Houston pressure or how much that city needs it Baylor sports their programs all across the board with what's going on there. Wouldn't it be nice to have a story of positivity for Baylor as well? No, you're, in you're the right history of that? sport. History by the, the way, sport. I don't want to let that phrase The "greatest rebuild in the history of sport" disappear. The greatest. Don't you don't don't love here. the hyperbole? It's my birthday. That is- I can do you that. can say it was <laughs> with you. out of my. <laughs> I, I
1: like it. I, I like it. But you know, speaking of Scott Drew and IU, another Indiana guy right that oh uh, well yeah i think it about was, it that way as well like, which was
2: great we're like who's gonna get the iu job he's like well my brother right. you know he should be involved in the conversation i just want to tell you what my resume is too though by the way how many times we've been to the sweet 16 just saying posturing in case <laughs> but i love Scott Drew. that's my guy that's what, I mean. but, but no, that's what
1: coaches but, have to do but but, but along to what George, you know what you were talking about with with uh with samson being in the shadow of, of indiana while trying to win a championship right you also have another indiana product there as well it's just like I said, the, the storylines certainly are there for this final four, no doubt about See, I think it. Kelvin you can Hanson. make a case for any of these coaches because also, I mean, for Cronin, like, what, like again, a guy that no one really thought wow. should get the job. Yeah, like, like, wait, you're hiring who? This guy, and then he steps in, and what does he do? Like, he's got them here, he's got them back as well, and the way they play, you know, is not typical, like you said, of of the you know the, the Wizard of Westward days, but it doesn't matter. They're there, and what it would it mean for him in that program to sort of say, Yeah, I, I, I proved myself? Or maybe just getting to the
2: Final Four is that told you so moment for him. You see, I you can make the case for any of these coaches. I, I agree. I, I think Mick Cronin reaching at the pinnacle of UCLA, right? Top. I, I think Gonzaga, what he's been able to do, Mark Few, top, right? No, but I, when is he going to do it, though? Like,
1: this, I, I, this would I, I be the, 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 the explanation point. On what he's done there in
2: building that, that program to I mean, what it's become. I mean, we, we said the same thing about Jay Wright for so many years, and also he, he had, had to finally he get two. one. He I, I agree. But see, I, I think this is another launching pad for a guy like Kelvin Sampson to get another big time blue blood yeah. job. Right? It's another time. Like, yeah, that, I mean, that, and, and look at coaches that had the job like, and didn't. Like Shaka Smart, prime example, had Texas, now he's at Marquette. Like, they didn't get fired from Texas, left Texas because of the not, pressure that comes on him. Yeah. So I'm going to go to a smaller school and build it out.
3: Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned the Shaka Smart thing, Jay, because there's a correlation there with Shaka Smart's move to get to Marquette and the same Allen with Mick Cronin leaving Cincinnati. I'm a and born and raised there. And, and they didn't appreciate Mick Cronin at Cincinnati because mm-hmm. he wasn't Bob Huggins. And that's an impossible shadow to, to kind of operate in front of. And so Mick wasn't appreciated at Cincinnati. Mick saw the writing on a wall, also saw his UCLA in front of him, Mm -hmm. took that job. Cincinnati's like, oh, we're better off without him. They were wrong. UCLA thought, oh, we're better off with anybody else. They were wrong. So if there's going to be a moment for a coach of the four to say, I told you so, I think it's Mick Cronin that leads that conversation because he came in. It wasn't an exciting brand of basketball. They didn't score it that first year. But then this year, they were an offensive team. They led with the offense. And in this tournament, Mick finally got around to defending. UCLA didn't guard all year. Mm. They're guarding in this tournament. They're showing the grit. He's bringing back that program. For anybody to flex, Mick Cronin gets the ultimate flex. Because Cincinnati didn't think they needed him. UCLA didn't think he was the right guy. And here he is. First and 50, four out f- to
1: the final four. And 50-1 to one odds to get there, too, by the way. <laughs> wow. I'm just throwing that out there, too. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Not, not that I would. You know, pay attention. Something. Like what that.
2: is like point zero 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 three percent of brackets yeah. are actually right right now? Out of all the yeah. brackets, what was it, ten million. That was like, like, <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah, let's grab some calls. Eight 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 say ESPN. eight
1: eight seven two nine three seven seven six On this topic, on Gonzaga and just where they would rank all time. Alan, Wisconsin has a take. Go ahead, Al.
4: How's it going, guys? Good. What's Listen, up, Al? We, I want to say this, and I want, want you to get this. Now I'm looking at Gonzaga. And I'm willing to put them as one of the top teams ever for this reason. I want them to be right up there. When you look at the fundamental team skills mm. with the execution, the textbook execution, okay? This is why this team is winning. And what this does, they might not be most talented team, have those individual players that we all know and can run back and say, oh, remember these two guys played together in that? But what they have done is they've been doing it for the entire year. With that coach, they've been doing it for years. But this time, they've got it almost fine-tuned to, I mean, precision. So what we are really seeing is other teams and other coaches are going to be able to tell their ball players Hey, guys, it's okay that we don't have this guy. It's okay that this is not a star. If we do the fundamentals, the textbook, the execution, we can go out there and compete with anybody. And when you do that, you're a winner. And you're one of the best.
2: You see, I agree with Al on they this. are a team. It's a great team. <laughs> is that Avery Johnson? Is that Avery Johnson? It did sound a little bit like Thank Avery. You, but George, I feel like this is where college basketball is trending. It trends towards older teams who are fundamentally sound. Like think about the past 4 or 5 winners. UVA 2 years ago, older team, mm-hmm. fundamentally mm-hmm. sound. Villanova before that, Jalen Brunson and company, older team, sound, North Carolina Experience before that, together. veteran team, right. Villanova before that, Duke was an older team in 2015, John Shire, all those guys, it's, those are older teams who understand who they are.
1: They know the program, they know the system, it's been a couple of years that that, that stuff starts to build, there's no question, that that's what makes it. Uh, to me, again, that's. I also think that's what makes it more watchable. They're enjoyable to watch because you see it as a group. You just see how they play. We just showed it a few seconds ago. Suggs comes down and just doesn't even look. Just turns and knows that Kispert is going to be right there. Mm-hmm. He just knows it, and it's just the experience of the other guys. Obviously, he's new to it, but he's also incredibly cerebral when he's out there on the floor. Uh, let's go with Zach in Oklahoma. Zach.
3: Hey, how are you guys doing this Good. morning? I just want to say a
4: comparison for Gonzaga. They're not one of those teams that has, like, for NBA standings, like LeBron or Kobe or anything like that. But they're like the older Spurs teams. They're just playing that fundamental ball
0: that Great everybody comparison. Great comparison. appreciates to yeah. watch. It's not super crazy or explosive selling tickets like Zion slamming the ball all the time, but they're playing the way the ball is supposed to
3: be played.
2: Zach, are you talking about the Spurs now? You, no, okay, no, yeah, mind, I'm sorry, yeah, no, no. Yeah. no, no it, it's about, interesting how that brand has changed, though, right? Like, yeah. so what do you think about the Spurs now? Yeah. Like, that's not you think about the Spurs from back in the day, Spurs, yeah, the two thousands era Spurs. But I, I love that comparison, though. The, the the San Antonio Spurs of college basketball.
1: I want Jordan to hear this take. This is uh, Orlando is in Georgia. Orlando.
0: Good morning, you guys. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Uh, I'm from South Philly. And I used to watch the Sunny Hill League, so this is hard for me to say. Mm. I would have to say Gonzaga's probably one of the best teams ever, only because of the virus. And they're out there in the West Coast. I, I took military police training. After 10 weeks of being around the same guys, you want to kill each other. <laughs> so these guys, if they go undefeated, become champions, they're probably one of the best teams ever. Thank you so much, God bless you Wait, wait,
2: oh, you. wait oh, I have a question for you, o. So th- does that mean <laughs> that the Lakers are one of the best teams of all time because they won a championship I'm- in the bubble? Um, you know what?
0: Um, I have to go with that too, sir, because of the discipline. You can only imagine how it is being around. Well, you you know, Mr. Mr. J, you know, you want to go out and blow some steam, yo, you know? And these guys have not been able to do that, brother. wings. You know, I mean, can you imagine (laughs) being infected and then you come in there and you can't play? The discipline, the emotional, the mental stress, these young men. These are young men, sir. You know what I'm saying?
2: No, I'm, I'm with you. No, I, I, I haven't done that correlation. But, I mean, I and you have to start thinking that way, and I appreciate an Orlando call. And then we need more calls like this to talk us through this because I think discipline should equate to greatness, right? Like, not a lot of great well, the, players it's, it's are tough like that.
1: that. Yeah, the discipline, of course, the mental toughness to just deal with that, that regular grind. And, Jordan, that's why I was kind of referencing you on this call. It's, again, you're embedded in college basketball, and this is a, a year like no other, just as a lot of other sports are experiencing as well. Would you say that about Gonzaga that we aren't we aren't qualifying this also as how different this has been because of the discipline of being in a bubble, dealing with the testing and no contact with family, and can't go back to campus in between each round? All those things. Like, should we also add that to
3: the equation? Hundred percent. I think you should clip the sound from Orlando, the caller, and keep it for a topic uh, for another day because he's spot on. Orlando's take there. I mean, I've talked to. Three fourths of these coaches that were in the field of 68 at some point through the season and a lot of them in the most recent lead up to the tournament when they got there to the bubble and I had a coach say to me a coach that went far in this NCAA tournament at the very start of it say guys look in in the prism of life there's scale to this obviously there's a lot worse going on as it pertains to the virus for these athletes, they're relegated to the floor in a hotel. We have to see if we can get them some daylight outside like they're prisoners just for their psyche. And this has been going on, by the way, all year long. So we heard LeBron when he came out victorious from the bubble in the NBA say, the challenge mentally mm-hmm. is the differentiator, and that's who will win this thing. And he celebrated how they were focused mentally. Mm-hmm. That same kind of uh, reward and honoring of a team being able to do that should be given to whoever – this national champion is because that plays a big part of it. And finally, I'll say this about Gonzaga. Gonzaga is everything that you want college basketball to be. Fundamentally sound, skilled players that are next level guys, blended with other guys that complement them well. Well Well-coached, guard, fundamentally sound, all those things. It's who Gonzaga is. So if they win the national title, it should be a team celebrating and say, this is the model we want in college hoops.
1: I love it. Jordan is producing the show as well. It's his He's birthday. Like, he that. can do. He can do whatever he, he wants. can do whatever he wants. Jordan, we appreciate you, man. This was a great hour. Thanks so much, and enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your birthday. So it's been a year like no other in college basketball. Will it be a year like no other in the
4: NFL? That's next. KJZ ESPN Radio.